Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way, one of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six and seven figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. I'm excited this year to bring you new uh, content for the Ty Brady Way. And the one thing that I wanted to focus on today is as, a pro- as an entrepreneur, you wear many hats. You know, one day you may be the guy that's focusing on how to generate, you know, marketing ads, or you may be the guy, oh, how can I do this presentation better? Or how can I automate my systems and strategies? But the one I wanted to focus on today is lead generation and the different types of lead generation. The first one that uh, most people are familiar with and has been used for a long time is postage, basically direct mail. And you can use a third-party vendor. I choose to use a few a few third-party vendors. I've used a, a bunch over my career. And um, basically what that is is that's a direct mail piece that has some kind of literature or information on it um, on what you're trying to generate, and then they either call you or they're directed to turn what's called a BRC, a business reply card. But with that lead generation, um, there's a couple of things that I've come that I've experienced and want to share with you. The first one is um, me personally, as a licensed insurance broker, uh, I represent a lot of different carriers. So I choose to advertise things generic and very generic, but I like to advertise in color. I like to have a picture. You know, who are they dealing with? I like to advertise that I'm a local agent there to help them. And then, you know, from in my industry, 95% of people that are aging into Medicare, are done Medicare, are really, really concerned about dental, vision, and hearing. So that's a topic that I choose to put on the literature that I sent out on a direct mail piece. So what I would say with direct mail, with whatever industry you're in as, a, as an entrepreneur, if you're providing a service, if you're providing a commodity or a product, learn about what's, learn about that what draws people or what doesn't draw people. So I use dental vision hearing to draw a lot of people in my demographic to either return that card because all I'm trying to do is get a name and a number and an opportunity to talk to these people because I know that I have solutions to solve that need. You know, there's never, never seems to be enough dental out there and with dental insurance, you know, it varies from carrier to carrier and so on. But let me just repeat that. I like to use a, a non-branded piece I like to use what's going to get me the biggest return or bang for my buck. You know, in my industry, we could do turn in 65 leads. We could do low income subsidy mailers, but I like to do a dental vision and hearing mailer, and then maybe a couple of other small things on there, like eyeglasses, some additional ancillary products that may drive people to want to respond. And the other thing is, is the demographic. It's really crucial for me to make sure that I like to choose to engage with people that are 64 and a half to 68, maybe 69. And the reason for that is, is that I always want to capture the people that are aging into Medicare or already on Medicare. And that's a big window, right? And if they have a concern about dental vision and hearing, when I send that lead piece in that I, then I can call them and contact them and have a conversation about providing a service so that they can get their needs covered. That's with direct mail. Um, and, and, Typically, in general, there's lead houses. You know, they run. They range from you know 500 bucks per thousand piece mailed, or even 600, depending on who you use. Um, you could use a local print shop, any of those things, but it all works. So one is direct mail. 
The second one I've started to use quite a bit is social media. And, you know, that's very interesting to me because I don't know a lot about it, but I'm learning. But with social media, when you use a third party or even yourself, I use a third party. It's a cost per lead. Um, it's usually a name and a number. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to target the things that creates the most heartburn for the people that I engage with. And that's people aging into Medicare or already on Medicare, which is dental vision hearing. The next concern to people in my demographic that I work with is vision. So I want to hit those really, really hard. So if I was running an ad on Facebook or Instagram or some of those social media platforms, I would say, hey, do you have a, a concern? Are you getting all the dental coverage you want? Or, you know, whatever it is that's going to draw them. And I ask a question, you know, did you know that there's dental plans out there that will cover two to $3,000 in dental? A lot of them don't even know that they're even available, right? And then as I draw them, and, and social media, I usually comes with a name and a number. And uh, the next one after social media is referral partners. So that would be your CPAs, your tax advisors, um, other insurance agents that don't do what you do. Um, it could be a senior housing. It could be a local food bank, a church. I mean, the list goes on and on. Recently, I've started to network with dentists. And because it's a new year, I've been able to go in and say, hey, were you aware that there is a new plan in your market and it gives the beneficiary X, Y, and Z, or it gives the member X, Y, and Z? And I, you know what? They're shocked because one, they don't know about the new plans that are available. Two, they have questions about what, you know, what's the frequency of use? How often can they use it? What's the waiting periods? How much does it cost? Those are all questions I can answer them. And when I do that, I leave them with business cards. I leave them with the pamphlets and benefits of the product. And then I also leave them with uh, a direct link to my website so that they can say, hey, I talked to this guy. He can help you. Go to his website. Put your contact information and he'll contact you with a name and number, and he'll be able to help you navigate what products and services that work best for you. Dental offices are great. The reason that people in dental offices typically do not get their services done after they go into the dental office is because they don't have insurance, and they, they cannot pay for it. And the whole idea is that if I can solve that person for the member, I can solve it for the doctor, everybody wins. I win. The dental office wins. The member wins. And if I can pull all that together, I'm a resource and I'm never selling. All I end up doing is education, education. The other one is CPAs. Something that's come up in my industry is the IRMA tax. And CPAs are, may or may not be aware of it. But if I can go into a CPA office and say, hey, can I do a lunch and learn? Can I talk to your CPAs about the IRMA tax, how it affects their Medicare, how their Medicare part premium may go up? Their Medicare part premium isn't going to go down but how they may be able to appeal it and get their Medicare Part B premium back down. Um, had some great, great conversations with CPAs that were unaware that it, is, it was even possible to appeal it and to get their Part B premium back down. And what that is, is it, IRMA tax is a premium. A member can, with Medicare, if they make a certain amount of money, they can be charged more for the Medicare Part B premium. And there is one way to fix it, and that's the, the IRMA tax appeal form. So CPAs are really interested to have that conversation. And then guess what? I get in 10, in front of 10 or 15 people that I can use as network partners. Do they work with people that are turning 65? Absolutely. Do they have somebody that, you know, they're going to ask, why am I getting charged so much? They don't know, 
but I'm, use me as a resource so I can help generate leads. So we've talked about direct mail. We've talked about social media. We've talked about uh, CPAs and dental offices. The last one is, is your current clients. Um, this one always blows my mind. I talked to agents or people in the industry. I said, you know, go back to your existing people you've done business with. They know you and they trust you. Ask for referrals. Ask them, you know, how, how, you, how can you help them? It has to be a value proposition, right? A lot of times people are like, they go in and they, they start a relationship and they just basically vomit on the individual in front of them. Here's all the things I can do. But they don't ever ask how they can help them on the back end eliminate pain. Like, the, like for instance, the dental office. How can I help the girl at the front office eliminate pain and heartburn? Is that if I have a solution. The solution is get the member on a plan that will come back and use the services to get their teeth fixed. Guess what? That keeps the dentist employed. It keeps the member happy. They're able to get their teeth fixed, right? All of those things. So be, be careful. Listen. Don't go in there and vomit on a, a, on a prospective person you want to you potentially have a referral partner relationship with. And then one more is join a BNI group, whether it's online, in person. Um, I've been involved in those before, and usually you'll sit down and you have somebody who specializes in mortgages and somebody who specializes in real estate, somebody who specializes in a, as an attorney. Well, I want to be the guy that that group knows if I'm part of that BNI group is I want them to know that I'm the guy that has all the answers and questions when it's related to people aging into Medicare or already on Medicare. You know, I don't help people that are under age 65. So invite somebody else in that works with that demographic. You know, I believe that you can effectively, as an individual, specialize in one area and you can be really good at it. I don't want to be everything to everyone. I've been really good and had a great, in a great business and helped a lot of agents by doing one thing. And I specialize helping people on Medicare. And then when you're all of those things we've talked about is I tell people to memorize a little elevator speech. And I know you've heard me say this, or if you've listened to my podcast, my wife is my biggest recruiter and my wife is so good at it. When somebody asks, Hey, how are you doing? The conversation usually goes like this. You know, Ty's really busy at work. Business is growing. Things are great. How are you? Usually by the end of that conversation, people are circling back. They want to know more about what my wife said in the initial statement. It works every time. But my elevator speech to you is that, hi, my name is Ty Brady. I help people aging into Medicare or are on Medicare find the products and services that work best for them. I don't know how I could say that any more eloquently or any better than that is, is short and sweet and to the point. Now, some people may not know what Medicare is. I say, well, you know all those TV commercials? You know, that's what I do. I help people get on a Medicare health plan. Those TV commercials are my competitors. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see all those. I said, the difference between them and me is that I'm a local agent. And I, don't, I can't compete with a $50 million TV budget, right? I'm one, I'm one guy. And with all my agents, you know, we help one person, one, we help a person one day, one day at a time. And that's how we do it. So in closing this out here, lead generation is extremely important. It does not matter what you do. The best money you can spend is lead generation for yourself. What I mean by that is that 
there's no greater investment. All of the money you spend is to generate leads for you. And it amazes me how many people won't do that. And I'm like, if the simplest thing, if it's a $20 lead that you buy on social media, if it's a $500 lead order that gets you a thousand piece lead drop, you're not, you're either going to spend money or you're going to spend time or both. And everything works. You can never tell people enough about who you are and what you do. And people are inundated with so many things throughout them each and every day, whether it's a product, get 20% off on this sale or whatever it may be. But people buy you. So when you invest time and money into the things that I've talked about, you will succeed and do a little bit of it every day. You're not going to hit a grand slam like in baseball by never being thrown a pitch. You're never going to knock it out of the park. You, you have to start somewhere. And you know what? Maybe you don't have the money to go out and do the things that I've told you today. Well, then spend the time. Network. Network with people online. Network with the dental office, the doctor's office, the CPAs, the tax advisors. There's so many people out there that you can network with. And they'll want to help you. Um, if you just, you just ask. There's some people that don't, and that's okay. All you got to do is say, next, and move on. The best thing you can do is invest in yourself with either time or money. Thanks for tuning in to the Ty Brady Way. Feel free to share this with your friends, your family, your loved ones. This is the life of an entrepreneur and an individual business owner. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.